With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. With Dr. Dan Critchett. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctor is in. Now here is your host, Dr. Dan Critchett. We are very happy to welcome you to Second Half Now, and this is, as the announcer said, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. You know who you are. If you are 50-plus, you're part of our audience. If you're under 50, we'll let you listen into this one show, but there, we do have our club here, our rules, right, guys? Right. I haven't even introduced <laughs> the guys yet, but I'm going to in a minute because we have a very important subject to talk about. And I know I say that every time. Every, every guest, I say we have something really important to talk about today. So, but this one, um, we have discussed it before. Uh, one of our guests was in uh, recently, and uh, we talked about it a little bit. Now we have another guest, and uh, two of them are going to uh, share with us on this important subject. Here it is. Experience has shown that when an emergency or crisis hits a community, people turn to churches. They are looking for help, shelter, food, water, safety, human connection, and hope. And unless you are 100% sure that no emergency will ever happen in your church neighborhood, it's wise to be prepared. So I want you to listen carefully to what we're going to talk about. As a pastor, I would ask it this way. If your church is not willing and ready to help people in a time of significant need, then what are you there for? The title for today's show is this. When an emergency happens, what will your church do. And uh, we're going to have some help and some resources and some compelling uh, reasons why being uh, ready and getting ready is helpful. Our guests today are going to help us get a handle on that. So let's talk about it. When an emergency happens, what will your church do? Special guests in studio today, Dan Terry and Eric Cummings, representing the Emergency Preparedness Leadership Forum. And that's a long handle but if you go to our website, secondhalfnow.com, there's a link right there. Just click on that title and you'll get some more information. But it is the Emergency Preparedness Leadership Forum. Every one of those words is an important part of what you guys are doing, right? So thank you for coming in today, Dan Terry and Eric Cummings, and welcome to Second Half Now. Thanks for having us. My pleasure, Dan. Thanks. All right. We've known each other for a while. We've worked together on a variety of different projects, and we have a high regard for one another. We're in kind of some different circles in terms of the Christian community, uh, pastors and ministry leaders and so forth. And um, that's why I feel very confident having you guys in here because I know you speak from your heart and you speak from experience and you speak from a position of leadership and being uh, highly regarded in the community. So I'm happy to have you guys here. Let's uh, start by talking about, and I, I've got it on my list that we're looking at, it says the biblical mandate uh, for the body of Christ to serve people, and specifically in times of chaos and crisis. And Eric, I like what you were saying when we uh, uh, were kind of uh, gearing up and get ready, 
And you were referring to the New Testament reference in Hebrews talking about Noah. So uh, give us that background a little bit. Well, he, Hebrews eleven seven, <clears throat> and um, you know, let me just uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna quote it right out of the Bible, English Standard Version. Good idea. Uh, Hebrews eleven seven. By faith Noah, being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen, in reverent fear constructed an ark for the saving of his household. And Dan, that, uh, I brought that up because that really speaks to my heart, that, um, you know, as things yet unseen. And, mm-hmm. you know, people thought he was crazy. 144 years building, what are you doing, building a boat? You know, and they, but uh, he knew, God spoke to him, something's coming and it's going to happen. And, you know, he was faithful to that. And I think that's what we need to do as not only Christians and believers, but as part of a larger organization called the church is to be prepared because, you know, we need to take care of our household. And part of that household, I believe, is the church. Uh And I like that phrase in there that says um, that he didn't know. uh, As yet unseen, I think was the phrase that you read. And here's the the key that strikes me is, it didn't say it in that particular text, but if you look back in Genesis, uh, God told Noah to build an ark, Mm -hmm. and he gave him dimensions and the kind of wood and all the pieces and everything else. And um, it was it was going to rain because uh, the thing to Noah is it had never rained before. That's right. And so, you know, here oh, we are good. in that's our good. community, you know, whatever it is. Well, we've never had one of those or that hasn't happened mm-hmm. here or it's happened once, but it was a long time ago. I mean, whatever it is we're thinking about that falls under the category mm-hmm. of crisis or emergency, we don't know. Good. I like that for a start. That's good. Dan, you have one. In fact, you had several that you were talking about earlier. Yes, and I gave them to you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote the, a reference uh, down. How, how about, uh, I like Proverbs twenty four twenty seven. Do you still have that one on your uh, phone? I'll have to pull it up here in my okay. Bible. Yes. That's a copy. Uh, what did we do before these things, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, Proverbs twenty seven eleven. 11. Uh, you know, much of what we've been doing with building this event came from what we feel is an initiative that was given to us by God to, to really make mm-hmm. sure that the area was prepared, and um, what was it, 2711? 2427 is one of the ones I wrote down, yeah. And so much of what we've embarked on here was to to really reach out and and prepare the community. So uh, Proverbs uh, 2427, prepare your work outside and make it ready for yourself in the field. Afterwards, then build your house and... uh, you know, I think that's really important that the initial preparation is, is uh, for many people hasn't been taken, uh, you know, any initiative. As we talked about, I think, when I was on the radio show before, it's like doing a living will and a trust. Most families right. haven't even done that. Right. And uh, But just being prepared enough for that initial emergency, even if it's for a few days, is essential. Sure. And so. I like to ask the question backwards and say, what happens if you don't? Right. What mm-hmm. happens if you die and leave your family and you haven't prepared? You don't have life insurance or you don't have any of those things. What happens then? And then, you know, that puts the reality to it. So what happens if an emergency happens, <coughs> excuse me, comes to our area and uh, you aren't ready? What about your family? You know, you mm-hmm. don't even have, a, you know, a 72-hour emergency right. kit from Costco, right? You've got yeah. nothing. So, I mean, that kind of puts the reality to it. So Here's a great question for you, and I just brought it up what you were saying, Dan, is, you know, when, when's, we all know, the whole, when, when's a good time to have your will? Well, before I die. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so when's a good time to be prepared for a disaster? Um, before it before disaster, yeah. and when's there that going to be? Yeah, we don't know. There you go. We don't know. Yeah. So I was asking rhetorically the question before we started is, um, uh, will a 9.0 earthquake mm-hmm. uh, occur in Portland? 
And the answer is we don't know, but it could. Mm-hmm. I was just seeing uh, they're, they're rolling out um, the panic button again about the uh, San Andreas Fault and about mm-hmm. a uh, 7.8 hitting mm-hmm. there and um, thousands of people dying and billions of dollars of damage, and they say it's it's closer now than it's ever been. I suppose that's an obvious statement, but... But let me let me pause for a minute and identify you guys of what your role is uh, with this event. It's, it's coming up down the road a ways. Sure. We're, we're talking November. But you guys are very instrumental, very fundamentally involved in kind of putting the whole thing together, mm-hmm. dreaming it, envisioning it, and getting the pieces. So, Dan, let's start with you. What is your role with this event? So I, our company, Genesis Event Management, I'm a managing partner, and I'm also the <coughs> executive director for this program. So okay. I'm, I'm kind of the, essentially the lead in building and designing the program and, and working with our sales, business development, and uh, our strategic development with partners and advisory members in the, in the state, in, in southwest Washington. So And you're not new at this. No, I, I've, I've <laughs> many years. I tried to run from the event business years ago, but it called me back in. It and, did, uh, yeah. And the Lord, uh, the Lord gave me the desires of my heart, and yeah. uh, that was to be in this business, which is where I'm meant to be. So. Yeah, good. So, and good. we'll get some contact info a little bit later. But right now, so you're the executive director of this event, and mm-hmm. this is the, the last word is forums, plural, because you're forums. planning to, for this to occur in various places across the country. Yeah, we, we have uh, identified about six other cities right now okay. across the country. Uh, we started development in a couple of those cities. We've actually partnered with another organization that primarily focuses on IT security, IT events. They've been around mm-hmm. for about 15 years. So we saw an opportunity to use their expertise to combine with what we're doing in other cities sure. okay. across the country. And, uh, and so uh, they already have a market and platform space and all these markets. So we see an opportunity to really go Good. and help people quickly. Now, that IT security is that, and I'm just imagining because I um, don't know for sure, but in the event of emergency, maybe all of our uh, security systems, our, uh, you know, our websites and our privacy and everything is mm-hmm. compromised or can be, oh, yeah. right? So that's that's why that that part of it is relevant. Yeah, the biggest part of that is business continuity. Right. I mean, okay. really big focus of this program for the first time that we've we've identified is bringing businesses and nonprofit to the table at a large scale to meet with in, in with the organizations that are doing great planning, mm-hmm. and uh, and it, it builds a united community and a community that's collaborating on a front they may not have have met with before. Right. Uh, and in that, you have issues with business continuity. Businesses need to get back up and running for the economy, for their employees. So it's it's everything from the insurance to the technology. But that's also large organizations that provide technology. And, right. uh, and then that's disaster recovery, uh, you know, the storage-related issues, as well as pre- preventative-related issues with right. IT security. So. And we're so dependent on IT in a variety of different ways that uh, if an emergency strikes and you go to Safeway and there's no milk and eggs uh, on the shelves, it might be because of the IT system and everything else that connected with that. We had an IT emergency in our home this weekend, Uh-oh. and so I had teenage daughters panicking and falling apart for, <laughs> for 24 hours. What, and I the realized was down; they I, couldn't get. Netflix I realized or... what was going to happen on a small scale, yeah, knowing yeah. that the technician would soon be out. You're right. Uh, and right. so, you know, to put that on a large scale, there'll be sheer panic. I'm sure oh, that yeah. somebody's phones aren't working. So. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Thank you for that. Yeah. And uh, Dan, um, um, executive director of this event, of these events, mm-hmm. uh, Eric Cummings, tell Present. us about. Yes, you are here. I see I that. Am. I yes. Am. I'm taking attendance and asking for your participation. <laughs> 
Well, let's see. We I think Dan and I went back and forth a couple of times trying to figure out. Well, what is what is exactly we're going to call that I do? And you know, I, I think um, it kind of sums it up is is you know the director of church and community collaboration. Uh, because in a disaster, it um, community we all understand community. We understand a business, and part of a vital part of that uh, community role is the church. And uh, you know, like you said, you know, Dan, this isn't uh, his first go around. Well, um, in disaster relief, I, I like to say this ain't my first rodeo either. Mm-hmm. It's a good Texas phrase. Um, <clears throat> I've been blessed to, well, blessed if you look at it and from my eyes, from back in 2001 when Tropical Storm Allison hit in, <clears throat> excuse me, Houston. That was the first major disaster itch that I got. And ever since then, I've been involved in disaster relief on the church and community level, organizing churches, working with pastors, working with community leaders for not only preparedness, but uh, response and relief afterwards. And so that's you know, something that you know, Dan and I talked about that I could, I could actually try and help out a little bit is to bring that collaboration together. Mm-hmm. Because it's such a vital role in it, and with my, you know, my experience, I think that uh, that's going to be a great part of, of the forum, and it's going to actually be we're kind of doing uh, with the the leader, the church leadership, and the community. We're doing a a conference within a conference, if you will. So we're shooting for November second of the the conference, which is the first and second, and um, concentrating on using utilizing that for a couple of major breakout sessions for church leaders and community leaders mm-hmm. to come in and hear about some of the aspects of what it is for the disaster preparedness and response mm-hmm. after a disaster. So it's pretty cool how we can do that, and I know it's um, it's just going to be a, a huge event for up here and a launching pad for for what God wants to do across the country. I don't think there's an American alive that has knows anything about what's been going on in our country and around the world that would say, well, th- there's not likely to have any emergency happen in my neighborhood because, I mean, things are happening all the time. I really like having you two guys together working in this because, Dan, with all of your event management experience mm-hmm. and leadership and Eric— You've been on the ground. I mean, you see people. Boots on the ground, yeah. Yeah, you, you have been with people when disaster has hit them, whether they were prepared or not. And you see all the messiness and all the panic and all the, all the very, very tough times of life in that, in that experience. And, in fact, you, you've, you have your own organization. And uh, what was that? Are you still functioning under? Uh... Um, I do. My, I, I have my own 501c3. Yeah, and that yeah, is, yeah. Since I've been up here the last year and a half, it's kind of been shelved. It's Compassion Organization for Relief Efforts. Okay, core. That's, that's, what it, that's core, and that's yeah. what it, it concentrates on is <clears throat> the, the preparedness and uh, relief afterwards. Uh, right. But like I said, it's just kind of shelved. I'm not bringing it out for anything to do with the EPLF. That's where God's got me focused right now. Right. And I'm just uh, looking at your experience because I'm... Oh, aware. yes. Because <clears throat> I, I would not be very resourceful because I've not really been on the ground in a situation like that. So to have you two guys working together, it's very synergistic to yeah. have you guys uh, bringing it together and some pretty uh, some right. pretty good things are happening, pretty big entities and people are coming alongside to be a part of this we uh we actually through our advisory uh process which we're still in in will continue to be in till the event's over and then into right. next year uh we look for feedback from from the community and uh the church piece was very important especially for mm-hmm. the relief side you know right. with the relief uh, organizations uh and what we're finding is many churches aren't prepared uh and and is really i think a vital part of of this this whole process is to make sure churches are prepared 
uh, to serve their communities because that's where people are going to go when it's when it's disaster yeah. strikes. And so through our advisory process, we felt this was really important to make sure that we had a moment, uh, you know, a, a part of this event, a silo of this event that was really focused on 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 leadership within the with the faith based community. And Eric's experience, which it just made a lot of sense, especially mm-hmm. since he's been boots on the ground and and and. And he's from Texas, so that that's important. <laughs> uh, so uh, we uh, we thought this would be a great fit. It, it takes it's a lot of work to put together an event of this size, so we really need people taking ownership of, of pieces of this within our team. And so Eric fit that pr- pr- really well for us. So, and I will add that as a pastor, I can visualize the various communities that my churches have been in when I've been pastor. Mm-hmm. And uh, oftentimes we're thinking, well, how can we serve our community? Well, we can, you know, provide ho- homes for the homeless and food and shelter. And, you know, we mm-hmm. can do a variety of different things. But could it be that our church, our specific church, and whoever's listening to me, think about your church. Could it be that you are in that community for the very purpose of being in there when people need you? And they need you uh, in a way that they will then realize when that disaster or when that emergency happens. They might need what you have to offer now, Mm -hmm. spiritually and relationally, and a lot of things we can do to serve our community. But people say, I got it fine. I get up and I go to work and I pay my bills and my kids are okay and everything. But uh, could it be that we are in these communities for that very purpose? Mm -hmm. And here's another thought. Before we take a break, I want to talk about, just real briefly, this wasn't in our plan, about the end times or the end mm. of the world. We hadn't thought, we hadn't talked about that, but I'll do that right after the break. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Do you have an elderly parent that is becoming isolated, not eating well, feeling depressed or fearful of losing independence? Do you know your options? Need peace of mind or know what is best for yourself or others during their golden years of life? At no cost to you or your family, Golden Placement Services can give you hope in the midst of great change. Even if it means staying at home is the right option. Call the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people plan for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715. 
Interest rates are still down, and that means the time to buy is right now. Let 24-7 Properties help you find the right house for your current needs. Jeff and his team, they take the time to get to know you and your unique situation to find the home that's just right for you. Search for available homes online at 247prop.com. I'm Jeff Edmondson, founder of 24-7 Properties. Call me today and let's talk about the type of property you are interested in purchasing. No obligation, no cost. Let's find out what's right for you. Call me, 503 503- 780-3030. 780-3030. We are back and we are picking up our conversation with Dan Terry and Eric Cummings with the Emergency Preparedness Leadership Forum. Back to that in a moment. I want to give a big thanks and gratitude uh, statement to our sponsors, those that uh, make this show and all of our shows possible. In addition to the ones we just heard, we also want to mention Dan the Mortgage Man with First Priority Financial. We want to uh, mention Dream Trips, Portland City Acupuncture, The Next Phase Coaching, and Dr. Dan Miller at Beaverton Chiropractic. So um, I guess I got your attention about the world-ending event, right, Dan? And mm, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Very interested now. Well, you know, you see a catastrophic thing, and, you know, you look into the sky, and you're looking around, and buildings are falling, and I'm, I don't want to paint, paint a horrible scenario here, but I'm just saying <clears throat> when the world ends, it might be preceded <clears throat> excuse me, by one of these catastrophic events. And so people are looking. Maybe that's God's way of providing one last chance to, mm. to reconcile the person to himself and say, you know, the world is ending. Mm. Now is your chance to come to faith. Now everything else is gone. There's nothing that you can trust. God has offered uh, salvation as his son one time. And maybe you've passed over it. Maybe you've put it aside. But the church can be there, not only provide, you know, water and food and shelter and everything else for however long the world is, but what about that? that offer of salvation by faith. So anyway, I just want to throw that in because I'm a pastor and got to say that. Did you want to follow up on that, Dan? I see you. Well, I, you know, we all think it and we're all, as we're putting this together that, you know, that earth 9.0 earthquake could, could be devastating here, but we have other aspects of this event that speak to that, such as terrorism and mm-hmm. uh, right. know, other related issues right. that we're dealing with right now. So, you know, that seems to be the, 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 the mark of conversation in the in the Northwest and the West Coast is is that disastrous earthquake. But there are multiple other things that we'll deal with in this event. So, you know, we 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 understand that catastrophic event it could be could be you know significant. But preparation comes down to just doing the little things that matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's if that's all you can do, you know, Good. we want to break it down to a small level for folks. Sure, right. Even having that bug out bag in your in your garage for you and your kids and you know your family to mm-hmm. have water and some protein bars and, and and there's even a company that we have found that does emergency food for dogs and oh, animals sure that's okay. high protein yeah. bars uh-huh. that one bar a day will yeah. last them and sustain them so all those things are important for a family and let's just you know those are if nothing else you know you have the peace of mind of that right and then you know some good yeah. i like that eric did you want to weigh in on that well, you know, I, I'm going to put it in perspective that I understand. When you when you said world ending, I thought on the grand scale. Then when you started talking about it, it's like, you know, when when something a major disaster, I don't care if it's tornado, hurricane, wildfires, whatever. I've been through them all. What what I've seen is it's that person's world that's involved in that that will never be the same. Right. So the world as they knew it ended, 
with what that, yeah. that event was. Good. That's so, a good point. I mean, yeah. that's what I want to tie into that. And I agree with Dan. It's like, you know, whatever, we may see it as the 72-hour bug-out bag or or the, the generator, solar generator, mm-hmm. or whatever. We may see that. Mm-hmm. It's just, well, it's just a little thing. Well, yeah, but many people doing the little things together that's what makes the community the community when it when something does happen because if you don't have this you can go to your neighbors and oh yeah i've got that and that's that's what happens mm-hmm. so yeah very good and i like the way you put that because when your world changes my world changes when the power went out one evening not too long ago mm-hmm. and i'm looking around where are my I, I had candles and matches but i was looking for Mm-hmm. Uh, more of a more of a what do you call it like a lantern kind of a thing that could provide light in the I room. You mentioned that, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, man, sitting in the dark, it's thinking like, gosh, uh, can we get the lights back on? Uh, we just depend on these things so much. So let's uh, just get our minds focused on the various kinds of catastrophes or disasters or emergencies that are happening around the world, and we don't know where, and we don't know where we're being listened to. I mean, I say that our podcasts are available around the clock and around the world. So wherever, whether you're in the Philippines or in Tokyo or in New York City or in Portland, Oregon. So um, I've got a list here. I don't know if this is exhaustive, but um, I'll start with earthquakes. So we've had a couple of scares up here and uh, they're uh, elsewhere around. So just picture that and picture a a news report with those uh, with all the disaster that happens with an earthquake just recently ecuador and japan Mm -hmm. yeah within the last month right yeah and and we've had multiple earthquakes off the coast uh, on a smaller scale one of the challenges though is a lot of our buildings and a lot of our structures are not prepared not ready they're not retrofitted to fit to handle and we can't be responsible i mean we can't do that but we can Mm -hmm. take care of our family and our neighborhood and Mm -hmm. our community well businesses can definitely look at building a plan and having some that's resources right. for their employees okay. Okay. And, 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 or having a plan on where do we go if the buildings, if we're able to leave right. here to your church or to a church that's local, that's right. uh, that church, would be critical, school, especially the churches downtown Portland of all faiths will need to be resource yeah. centers. So. And we do want to focus on the church and we're going to have to carry over to part two because we are, we got the flash sign from the engineer through the glass here and he says, we're running out of time. So uh, let me uh, wrap up this way on this part. We'll carry over to part two. We have Derry, Terry, Dan, Dan Terry. <laughs> either either or. It's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, Dan Terry and uh, Eric Cummings in here with the Emergency Preparedness Leadership Forum. And we have some uh, yeah. great other programs. Did I say that right? Pretty okay, cool. I thought I heard you say, wait a minute. <clears throat> okay. We have uh, a couple of mayors coming in to talk about how boomers can be involved in the community. Uh, doing some uh, some important projects. We have um, an estate planning attorney coming in to talk about how to get ready with that part, protect your family and protect your assets. We have a travel specialist coming in. Uh, that's kind of a new one, and uh, that's going to be uh, interesting. How, how does travel fit in with uh, you finding and fulfilling your calling and getting that rest and refreshment and recreation uh, that you need so you can get back and get to to the things that count in your life so we have lots of good shows and you can go anytime around the clock and around the world to secondhalfnow.com and go to our uh, um, podcast it doesn't say podcast it says uh, radio archive yeah and uh, dial up those part one and part two for all of our shows so we want to encourage you to tune in every monday 5.30 to 6 p.m. and KKPZ 13.30. And then go to uh, here. Uh, we get uh, just part one on the radio and then part one and two as a podcast 
on the website, secondhalfnow.com. If you have any uh, questions, if you want to get in touch with uh, Dan Terry or Eric Cummins, Cummings and want to learn more about the event that's coming and you want to know more because we can't cover it all right now, just go to uh, our website and uh, fill out a question or a contact form and we'll get that taken care of. When an emergency happens, what will your church do? I want to thank you for listening today. Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. And let's continue the conversation with Dan Terry and Eric Cummings with the Emergency Preparedness Leadership Forum on Part 2, secondhalfnow.com. See you there. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett on KKPZ 1330 The Truth. Sponsored by Dignity Memorial. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.